Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I don't know about you, but this weather, <gasps> that documentary about Michael Jackson, there's just a lot in the world that's making us all want to escape. Yes. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. Going? My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, where are we going? We are, well, I don't know what you all bitches are doing, but I'm headed to a lighthouse. Really? In the middle of nowhere. You're just going to go hole up in the lighthouse all by your own self. Yeah, if you could escape. To escape the world. Anywhere, 651-641-1071, where would it be that you would escape to? I'm going to a lighthouse, and I'll tell you why. It's actually the story that I read, and it it just made me do that thing where you just daydream for a minute. You're like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, four lighthouses the government is giving away for free. Oh, fun. Tell me more. They're just giving them away? Yeah, literally. Well, kind of, but here's the thing. You've got to be like somebody who's willing to renovate uh, and rehab them. And if you're not, then they'll go up for a public sale, but you could get them super cheap then. And I just thought, oh my God, would it not be amazing to live in a lighthouse? Like, I have these daydreams of living. That's so Pete's Dragon. I love it. Pete's Dragon. I don't know oh. Pete's Dragon. Does he live in a lighthouse? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is, there's, is that the like song? I'll be your candle on the water. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but what's the other song? Shamalama Ding Dong. There's like another dragon song. Puff the Magic Dragon. No, it's a different thing. Lives by the sea. It's a different song. No. Anna Lee. What was the name? Anyway. Land called Anna Lee. No. Anna Lee. Okay. No. So no, this one is literally just a bunch of old lighthouses in the Florida Keys that they're giving them oh away. Gosh. And don't you just, I don't know. I, ever since I was a child and I read my side of the mountain, I have longed to just walk into the wilderness. To get away leave, from reality. the world behind, which tells you a lot about my childhood. Um where wow. I just wanted to be friends with the animals and like an old hairy guy that just came around every once in a while to make sure I was still alive. Um, Actually, he wasn't hairy. He was quite attractive. He was a French trapper or something, right? I don't know. That's another book. Yeah. Um, but I got to thinking again when I saw this lighthouse story that I could totally rock the lighthouse life. My only... And I don't want to like gonna lift my, my leg. No, no, I just... The lighthouses that they're giving away for free do not boast a lot of outside space. I don't care. Okay. Do they have amenities? If they don't, you can make your own. One out of a Folgers can? (laughs) No, I'm saying like you could, you, I mean, well, first of all, it's above the water. So just open a hole and, you know, as far as uh, utilities are concerned. I mean, good, good point. Yeah. Um, all do right. some solar power. Yeah. It, do some it, canning. It sounds good. Fishing right off your balcony. That's true. Oh, my God. I mean, you wouldn't be able to have a garden. And you'll have a little boat tied up to a dinghy. No, I think the boat is the dinghy. The dinghy tied up to a 
pylon or something buoy. Uh, okay, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you could just escape the world we're living in and just hole up somewhere all by your lonesome, where would it be? Dawn is on the line. Hi, Dawn. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Dawn. Where Guess would... what? When I was in fourth grade, when I was in 4-H, that's the song we sang. Oh. Was Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. my special, special spot to go to escape. Yeah. I just came back from, and that would be San Diego. Oh, okay. okay. Anywhere in San Diego in particular, or just like the... Oh, you bet. No, no, no. It's got to be on PB, which is Pacific Beach. And it's just a stone's throw from Crystal Pier, mm. and you can swim with the dolphins. Oh, and they yeah. know that you're a Minnesotan when you dare to go in the water in January. Oh, oh yeah. Because the natives, they're like, are you crazy? They're all in goose down. But yeah. we all think it's warm. Yes. Yes. I'm That's looking. Right. I got I to own up to it. The first dip, yeah, it takes your breath away. But then after that, you go... Hey, I love the boogie board. This is awesome. You just got to get used to it. I'm looking That's at pictures right. right now. Pacific Beach looks amazing. It is. Thank, Thank you, Dawn. Thanks, Dawn. Um, uh, Holly, where would you where would you go to escape? I'm really digging the desert lately. Oh, oh yeah, you just got okay. back from the desert. I did just get back from the desert, but I would like to go back to Joshua Tree. Oh mm-hmm. sure, I had a friend who just went there. Yeah, it's amazing. And there's this place I I like to follow it on Instagram, and it's called the Joshua Tree House. And you can rent this house, and it's out in the middle of nowhere, and it's amazing. And I fantasize about going yeah, there. What is it about? Just like oh. tree houses or lighthouses, or just like you know houses. Any, out any in the house of that's not a regular house. <laughs> yes, that's so exciting. Yeah. Um. So I would. Uh, yeah. Where are you going? I yeah. well, I can't be tied down to one place. Oh. Mm. Yeah, because you're just a, mm-hmm. you know... Adventurous gal. Yeah, you're a can you guess? tumbleweed. Can you guess? It's a motorhome. I'm going to get an yeah. RV and then make the world my backyard. Oh, look at you. But I'm not going to let anybody else in. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to talk to people at the campground. She's going to drive by. Bye, yeah. bitches! <laughs> and just, you know, pedal to the metal. But I love... I've always loved the idea of an RV, or honestly, like a houseboat, because oh, yeah, for sure. I love the idea of being able to go play like a turtle. I'm fascinated. If by I were the a houseboat, life. though, I'd be one of those houseboats that doesn't really go out to sea that much. Like occasionally, sure. I mean, it, I mean give me a cruise ship. OK, but mm-hmm. now we're on a different conversation. But, you know, the idea of just sort of like walking to a pier and getting on your you know home. Like, remember when like old 70s and 80s like shows like it'd usually be something like magnum pi mm-hmm. or like uh hunter you know somebody would be living in a houseboat yeah. there are people that do yeah on, no, the, on the river on the mississippi river yeah. there's like a, it's like a it's like condos Just, you need to go to amsterdam colleen okay the houseboats are on the canals brits do that too there's some yeah. places yes. in england uh where they are uh, living on canals yeah, yeah. you need I to would go do that to the posen boat uh, sure a cat houseboat it really Wait, exists what? colleen there is a boat, a houseboat in Amsterdam that houses cats, and it's I want called to go to there. the Posen Boat. And you can see all the cats from the canal, Aww. and just you, Colleen, and the cats, and the cats, me and the cats. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the perfect escape. <laughs> well, it sounds like nobody else feels like escaping, <sighs> that's okay. so that's we're, cool. fine. We're gone. Yeah, bye. bye, bye. See you later. Actually, we are gone. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know. We found out yesterday that Luke Perry passed away after having a massive stroke. And I just have had some time to kind of reflect on why 
he was so meaningful to us and why and not that you know there's a but there's a lot of reasons why i think we reacted in the way that we did to his loss because i think a lot of people were really feeling it i've got some thoughts on why that is and also just the things that i've discovered about what kind of person he really was now that he's gone i just kind of want to share what a good guy uh, luke perry was by all accounts after this on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 Yesterday, uh, when we were at lunch just before noon, uh, Bradley, you were, I think, getting ready to wrap up your day and go home to nap because you'd done the morning show. And Holly and I were eating lunch with uh, some of our coworkers down in the cafeteria when we learned that Luke Perry had passed away. Yeah. And it was so interesting to watch the immediate reaction of everybody around at the table, kind of a stunned silence. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, and I, you know, I, I took note of it. I just thought it was really interesting because there have been times where we've learned of a death, um, you know, when we've been around coworkers. And, you know, there it, it, it there's always a different sort of feeling around that. Like some people will go, Oh, I didn't really know that person's work very well, or something like that. This one, it was like everybody at the table just kind of sat stunned and silent. And they were like, this one's really hitting me. And then I watched over social media how other people who are peers of ours were having similar reactions. Like, I just didn't expect to be taking this so hard. This was a really difficult one. And it got me thinking about why, partly why that might be. And I thought about how Luke Perry uh, was a, a, one of the original cast members of 90210. Yep. And what 90210 really was for us, I mean, we didn't have, at that time in the 90s when that show started, we, there weren't really TV shows like that for teens yep. that kind of reflected life as the way we were living it. That wasn't like a sitcom or an inflated joke version of like, I'm thinking like Saved by the Bell style stuff. We didn't have something like that that was going to speak to us and the things that we were interested in. And I will say over the seasons, it got a little sensationalistic, right? Like houseboats blowing up and stuff. I don't know if that actually happened, but, but or in the early days, I think we all really related to it. So we felt like akin to, to the characters on that show. And when you learn that somebody that you kind of regarded as a peer, even though you didn't really know them and they were in Hollywood, you kind of have like a, that that feel, oh that sure, I think a of lot loss. of I think what you're saying is that people reacted to his um, death because they felt connected to him emotionally, and no doubt that's because of the character he created. And yeah. in fact, in the statement that his family released uh, following his death, they you know or not hit their statement. Actually, there was in addition to his uh, to his family statement, there was a quote from him uh, before he died about how he really felt. Uh, the importance of that character and uh, and what he created and yeah. how important it was. So I think absolutely when you know when you grow up um, identifying with someone and I don't know specifically about his character. I mean I was not like a like I watched it and mm-hmm. sort of had the awareness of the show in the way that um, you know kind of anybody did because of course in that day and age we didn't have three thousand things to watch on TV. So right. our cultural conversation points were all very similar. So I was certainly aware of 90210 and I certainly watched on occasion. I wasn't a huge follower, but I think, you know, I think p- people could relate to that character and um 
And I think they feel connected to those characters in a way that I wonder if they still feel as connected to. Um, it, it's certainly not on the scale, right? Like right. you have characters, obviously, that people still connect to. I just don't know that it has such a broad appeal in the way that that show had for our generation. Well, and to your point, because the television landscape has changed so much. Now there is so much available that it's not we're not having that cultural experience of everybody watching the same thing. And, and even I if will, you're not watching it, you know it. Right. Exactly. Like know enough about the characters or the plot. When when you know, we I was in high school, I think, when 90210 started or junior high maybe, but uh, but that was a show where you everybody watched it the night that it was on and the next day at school everybody was talking about it. It was like a we were all having the same yeah. cultural experience and Absolutely. so there's a reference there to to Luke Perry that we all sort of have and went through at that time and also like I said yesterday I think it also kind of makes you stare your own mortality in the oh, face sure if you're in your somebody that young 40s or 50s no doubt you start to think about things when you start to see the people that you know were around when you were young dying then you know that's that's a an unfortunate or you know uncomfortable reminder right. certainly I also saw I I also been kind of paying attention to the people who are sharing stories about Luke Perry and what kind of a person he was on social media. Yeah. Um, this, he just, when you read about him, he just sounds like he was a really nice, kind, giving, humble man. Yeah. Which is not something we're used to hearing about celebrities. No, certainly not. Well, so here's one story that was shared by Colin Hanks, who's the son of Tom Hanks. Um, he tells this story about being on a, an airplane on a flight where there were two kids who were sitting um, a couple rows ahead of him, Colin Hanks, and they were fighting. The boys of this family were fighting. And Colin Hanks says, suddenly, and everybody was irritated. Everybody on the plane was irritated with the noise, and the parents were helpless to it, which is a thing that happens sometimes where you just, your children are crazy and you can't get a hold of it. But they were trying their best. And suddenly, he says, a guy came out of first class, and uh, he had a beard, a hat, sunglasses, and he was blowing up a balloon. And then he tied the balloon off and handed handed it out to the kids like he was holding a sword out to a king. And he knelt down, put his head down and his arms up, and the kids immediately calmed down. And the entire plane was like, oh, relieved, right? Yeah. And he says that they, that he didn't, you know, they thought nothing of it until they got off the airplane. He and his wife, Colin Hanks, and his wife got off the airplane. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Airplane. And they got a good look at this guy and they were like, oh my gosh, that was Luke Perry. Wow. Just out of 
kind of goodness yeah. and kindness, he did the right thing that calmed these kids down. And it was just such a lovely, selfless act. Other people sharing stories about um, he's got he had property in Tennessee, and during the floods of 2010, he was out stomping, you know, the grounds, handing out food, bottles of water, shoes. He was in there getting his hands dirty, yeah. doing the work to help people. You it's just, always nice to hear celebrities do nice things. Yeah, people. yeah. And then another person tweeted, Ernest, Ernest Petty said, I said this last week, but he was the nicest customer we had at our Blockbuster. And it isn't even a close competition. There was never one visit where he was anything but considerate. Again, you know That's don't, funny, thinking of Luke Perry going to the Blockbuster. Yeah, just like hanging out like the rest of us, yeah. going up and down the aisles trying to figure out what he wanted to rent for the evening. But again, that, and these are like the other interesting thing about that is like these are behaviors we don't have anymore. Going to a video store, mm-hmm. you know, you'd have you'd have your video store. You'd be there all the time. Yo, you'd get sure. to know the people who work yeah. there. Anyway, so I just you know, oftentimes when a celebrity dies, we've talked about this. Even if it's somebody who maybe was questionable, people will feel free to say the mean things right away. About them, yeah, no, it's it's very nice to learn that you know you don't have a bunch of people coming out and questioning uh, what the, the importance of his you know w- uh, work has been or his talent has been. It seems by all accounts that you know people enjoyed his career and yeah. they were watching. You know, I'm assuming I don't know if Lori and Julie talked about it yesterday, Holly. You can certainly fill us in, but I know that uh, Julie uh, Lori watches Riverdale. which yeah. he was also on. Yeah, yeah. and they've uh, halted production on Riverdale. Yeah, and his uh, TV wife, his Riverdale wife, Molly Ringwald, has also said, uh, expressed her deep sympathy. Uh, I think that they had a really good relationship as well. It's just, it's a sad loss. Um, And all too soon. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, in a contrast contrast to that, we are going to tell you about celebrities behaving badly. Oh, God. We've got a D-bag, a big D-bag for you. Celebrities behaving badly. We'd love to tell you about them on the mm-hmm. Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we got a doozy for you today. It's our D bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay. So, my D-bag today has a familiar name. Oh. Okay, and we've talked about her unrelated to the issue that makes her a D-bag today. Uh, go with me. Wendy Williams. Hi. Hi, Wendy. She Welcome back. fresh out the gate, is already driving me up a wall. So, she had some comments yesterday. I know we talked a little bit about, because I popped in for a few moments to talk about Wendy Williams' return. Remember, she was, like, uh, gone for weeks and months. And then she made up a cockamamie excuse. Yeah, long story. This has nothing to lying do with liar that. liar that tells lies. The topic... What? I said she's a lying liar that, that tells, tells lies. lies. Yeah. Um, so she... She said some stuff yesterday about Michael Jackson and the Leaving Neverland documentary that we missed. And I think we need to talk about it. So I want you to hear it. And we'll start with uh, a good chunk of it. And um, when our eyes explode mm-hmm. in our head, then we'll stop and talk and maybe listen to some more. Put ourselves back together. Yeah. Put our eyes back in. But I want to set it up. It's it's uh, during her show yesterday. And I, forgive me, don't have the name of the gentleman that is basically giving her a summary 
of Leaving Neverland. She has not watched this show. Oh, okay. Allegedly. Okay. By all accounts. Okay, so but she's gonna have an but opinion about it. She's got strong opinions mm-hmm. about the documentary. And you hear the gentleman giving her an explanation and she will cut him off and tell you what's what. So uh let's let's have a listen. So Jimmy's a legend too. She doesn't believe a word in Finding Neverland. And and I want to play some more of this in a moment, but let's just deconstruct that. She just off the cuff is like, I don't believe a word of it. He is no angel or he is not perfect. He's no innocent. He's no innocent. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe any of that. I don't believe any of it. There are two problems right now. And then comes at the parents. So she's got opinions about the parents. But she ain't never seen the show. But she doesn't have time for the opinions about Michael Jackson. That's true. Well, and I, you know, to be fair, I don't know if she's seen the show, but the impression I got from watching that was that here she is listening to somebody tell her things and she's like, I don't believe any of it. So whether or not she's seen it, I don't know. But she is not, she is smart enough to have an opinion and yet is choosing to be dumb. So there are two, I think, two problems with what we just heard. The first one is this, the Whoever that person is who's telling her about the documentary Leaving Neverland. That's a guy named Chris Witherspoon. Okay, so the first problem is Chris Witherspoon is doing exactly what you should not be doing with this story, which is focusing on the details of the sexual encounters and reporting them in a manner that is like, do you know what I heard? I heard he did this. That's not what this documentary is about. It is not focusing on the sexual acts. It is focusing on the broad story about how it came to be that he was able to do acts, sexual acts with these young men. To use Oprah's term, sexually seducing these children. And the reason why they focus on those sexual acts is because it is jarring to hear explicitly what was done to these boys. So the first problem is he's gossiping about it in a sensationalistic way, causing her to reply to it in kind. Yeah, with her own sort of, you know, uh, offhanded, salacious reactions. Yes. All right, let's continue to listen to Wendy Williams react to the story about Leaving Neverland, the documentary alleging sexual abuse uh, at the hands of Michael Jackson. This woman, it is hard for me to not just call her an idiot because the way she's talking about something, even if you believed everything that she says she believes, to put it in those terms and to speak of it so nonchalantly and to throw it so casually out there that she doesn't believe the Vic, like even to just avoid the appearance Mm -hmm. that you are... Disc, uh, discounting the the truth of sexual abuse survivors, like even if you b- don't believe them, right? Mm-hmm. The notion that you would be fine with people um, believing that you are just discounting that alone to me is reprehensible. Mm-hmm. But to not only do that, but then to somehow creepily explain away a grown man showering naked with children, yeah. And so what? That's okay? And that's the thing. She's actually the exact person that this documentary is for. It is for the person who thinks that it matters exactly what the acts were. That we need to like go through them with a fine-tooth comb and decide what was abuse and what wasn't. 
I'm sorry. That's the point we were trying to make yeah. in the last hour about this is, no, that is abuse. Taking a shower, a grown man. If your child, Wendy Williams, with if her child, son was taking naked showers with hard penis Michael Jackson, she's not going to be suing you and would, that would grabbing be abuse. for money? Yeah. That's the least I would oh. be doing. I'd be grabbing for a knife or a shotgun. Oh. I mean, I mean yes. <laughs> are you kidding me? I, like it's just to it's, just be like I I believe this could happen. Okay, you believe that? Well, that's not abuse then. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah, check she, yourself, Wendy. I don't know. She has got some ideas that are really just. I think she's. I think honestly, I don't think she. I don't think she was ready to come back. I think I she also needs say, some more time away to um, get right. Again, if you're just joining us, she also had some opinions about Jesse Smollett. Which I, we don't even got time to get into, but it'll um, just maybe make tomorrow. Your eyes burn. Maybe we'll just have like a follow Ugh, up Wendy Williams bag. I tomorrow. also just think like again, if if you took those words right, because I could keep playing right, but if you took those words and just put those out there, if you and I said those things, like no, no, I, f- I, I feel like feel like we, we wouldn't would be here suffer the next day. Repercussions, yes. And for her to just be like, no, lies, lies, lies. And this is the thing that we uh, will get to later in the show. There is a coordinated effort to do what? To destroy, discourage, discount the allegations made in that documentary to protect a gigantic financial interest on the part of the Michael Jackson estate. I just had a thought. Well, I've well, that's probably nice. had the thought no, you're having. What? I don't know. Oh, Can I just have a moment with this Wendy Williams thing? Please. Um, does Michael Jackson music stream on title? Do you know where I'm going with this? No. We read a blind item a while ago that said Wendy Williams is on the payroll of Oh, Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. So what would Beyonce if you know if indeed like You're saying that's a connection to title somehow? If they're profiting off Michael Jackson music. Yeah. Well, then she, they would have an interest in absolutely not defaming Michael Jackson. And I, the answer well, is yes, he does. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's entire catalog is available for streaming on Tidal. And is it available anywhere else? Uh, yeah, you can get it on Apple yeah. Music, okay. too. Yeah. So uh, the, the thought that I was having that I thought you were having was kind of the same thought, which was her connection to Beyonce and Jay-Z. And clearly, when you think of institutional reasons to protect Michael Jackson, I don't feel like you have to get very far mm-hmm. to look behind the curtain of Wendy Williams to see that she might have an interest to protect. Right. Whether it's Beyonce related or title related oh or you know. Because who in their right mind do you would you see Oprah saying things like that? No, you don't no, see Oprah saying things like that. In fact, Oprah was on the right side of history last night. Well and, uh, and I will say in interviews. fairness in fairness to Oprah, she she used the terms allegations. She was very thoughtful in the way she spoke. She was very, I think, respectful of everybody in the room and allowed everybody to have their you know voices and stories heard and was not negating people who might say otherwise or mm-hmm. believe otherwise, mm-hmm. which is not what Wendy Williams is doing. Wendy no. Williams has a definite opinion, and whenever anybody sounds that sure of anything... You should question it. You should look for some connections. When we come back Mm -hmm. on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Joey Lawrence would like to be connected to the role of Batman, and he is not. He's shameless, y'all. 
we'll share the latest with you. Oh, God, you're going to die. After this on my talk 107.1. Yeah, really die. That would be awkward. You guys, um, Joey Lawrence wants to play the role of his life. Batman, and he is thirsty. This is the Colleen Real and Bradley Show. Thirsty. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Um, yeah. This is creepy, man. Blossom's brother. Whoa. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say to you other than this story is creepily hilarious. So we brought this up, I think, uh, last week. Last week. Holly was gone. So, Holly, this is your first introduction to the Joey Lawrence wants to be Batman story. I can hardly wait. Yeah. So he (laughs) wants to be Batman. In fact, if you go to his Instagram page, hashtag Batman and his phone number is on there. So producer, actor, director, father inquiries. You can contact this number or this person at an earthlink.net account. Guess what? With the hashtag Batman, hashtag I, hashtag am, hashtag ready. Why are we not calling this number? I know, we're number? calling this. We're going to talk to somebody. We're going to pretend like we are wholeheartedly throwing all of our weight behind getting Joey Lawrence. I'm here for that. The role of Batman. Now, remember, Joey Lawrence most recently was on... Um, a, a hair loss medication? <laughs> Uh, he was on Dancing Celebrity with the Stars. Celebrity Big oh, yeah. Brother. Oh. God, kids. God, well, and he wouldn't want hair with loss. Ryan Lochte and no, I no, mean an anti meant... like plugs. I mean, oh, yeah. he is like to having, get it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was on with Ryan <laughs> Ryan Lochte and uh, what's that other creepy guy with the eye uh, eyebrows? Um, Groucho oh, Marx. <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> Bennett. <laughs> Remember Jonathan Bennett, not Groucho Marx. He's dead. Oh, from that mean movie, girls. Mean Girls. The yeah. movie you haven't seen. I did see Mean Girls. Uh, anyway, we, it. we just the moral didn't of the story is of after that, his current somebody suggested that he should play Batman, and mm-hmm. that stuck with him such that we have have now been treated to around nine Instagram posts. Of him, you know, trying to make the case. Things saying like, happy Tuesday. Let's make it a great rest of the week. Gotham needs me. (laughs) Uh, And then says, okay, angels, you came through as you always do because you're the world's best fans ever. And a petition is now ready for signature. Link in bio. Gotham needs me. And the signature or the the, uh, uh, petition is, of course, to get Joey Lawrence to play Batman. Um, The most... Whoa! The most recent uh, particular um, entry mm-hmm. into his uh, campaign yeah. to be Batman comes in the form of a video on his Instagram account. Joey Lawrence wants to play Batman and says, hashtag Gotham, here I come. Let's have a listen mm. to Joey Lawrence auditioning for the role of Batman. Oh, interesting. Okay, good. Cold, rainy day, Southern California. No better time than get a little bicep in. Four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Gotta get it. One, two, three, four. 
So while Cormac, a, somebody plays the shamisen in the background. Is this a Batman porn? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joey Lawrence wearing a, uh, forgive me, wife beater. I think we call them. Uh, I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage. All the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tank tops. Tank tops nowadays. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing a white tank top doing barb bicep curls. Uh, getting swole. Saying that he is getting swole for the role of Batman. Whoa. And he's looking creepily at the camera. Um, it's so disturbing. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you guys think he's this? Do you think he's in on the joke here? Or do you no. think he means this? This is not a joke. Do you think that it's a joke? I don't know. I, hashtag I want... Gotham, here I come. Hashtag Batman. Hashtag Saturday. Hashtag rain. Hashtag SoCal. Hashtag biceps. Oh my gosh. Hashtag get it. Okay, give it a rest. First hashtag of all. manifest. Hashtag much love. Hashtag best. Hashtag fans. Nope, stop. This is so irritating. No. Mm -mm. Now, I will tell you, he's also in the studio working on some music, and he is hashtag blessed. Uh, But he has also retweeted uh, pics of him uh, looking like Batman. And he's also tagging DC Comics, Warner Brothers Entertainment, and encouraging them to, quote, go outside the box and do what Marvel did. With Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. That's Chris Pratt. Okay, first, first of all, no, uh, I, I don't know Chris Pratt, but Joey Lawrence, you are no, you are no Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Um, that's very different because Chris Pratt had a career when Marvel picked him up. He already was also I just working in Hollywood, not I, on reality shows. I appreciate his like you know. Um, drive right mm-hmm. uh he actually went on a podcast called the bat force to talk about why he should play batman i mean this is a real this is the real deal he's really trying very hard he needs like a sponsor for his campaign or something because yeah. he should be getting compensated for his thirsty work this is taking it next level do you know who else has the bat thirst who do you recall but maybe about a month ago who else really put their hat in the ring to play? I don't remember. Batman, Nick Jonas. Oh, that's oh right. yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, Nick Jonas has a, a way better chance than Joey Lawrence, and that is not saying much. No, absolutely not. Right. Also, we're, are we in need of another Batman? Yeah, because Ben Affleck is not doing. Yeah, it. but I mean, are they? They're not like actively pursuing another film at this moment, right? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So the buzz is like, who's going to be cast? Well, and I, I'm gonna I don't say, know that I a social don't... media blitz yeah. is really going to help, right? I don't think they cast based on thirst. 
at all. I think they're going to cast also, based on what's going to make them Joey more Lawrence money. Having Joey Lawrence in Batman is akin to Ian Ziering playing that guy in that shark movie. Sharknado. I mean, that's what Joey Lawrence would be, you know, right? Yeah. Like, like I think there's a role for him. I just don't Bat-Nado, think it's in an actual movie. I think Batnado would be more, you know, his But you can't taste. do bats. How about like a bat flood? Okay, perfect. Yeah, or like bat a flood. batacane. Like batacane. A bat, Ooh, I like that. Bat hurricane. Yeah. I just feel like... Batnami. There. I mean, there's a lot of options, weather-related options. Bat slide? Sure. Th- that is more his speed. Batman? No. 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 Yeah. No. But kudos on getting yourself to the gym. Yeah. And also, pumping that iron. He just I, makes you feel good. He work on pumping that hair. Uh well, I think that the I think that that train has left the station. You know, if hair crayons were a thing for facial hair, he would be endorsing <laughs> them for sure, left and right, for sure. There is something with those hair plugs that just does not look natural. Uh, Hey, you guys, have you heard this story about the guy who got stuck for five days in the snow in his car and he survived on Taco Bell hot sauce packets? Mm -hmm. If you were to get stranded in your car today, what's in your car that you would have to survive on? 651-641-1071. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood. One of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.